0: This is Dr. Deanna Crosby, and you're listening to Bradley's House Podcast. Thanks for listening.
1: Hey guys, welcome back. Come on in and make yourself at home, as you should when you're a guest in Bradley's house. I'm your co-host, Jared Orr. She is the executive director of the Noel Family Foundation, and our host, Ms. Kelly Noel. Kelly, how are you doing tonight?
0: I'm doing great, Jared. How are you doing?
1: If I was any better, I'd be jealous of myself. Oh, gosh. It's, uh, it's a little cold. Um, uh, we had that, we had that discussion. It's, uh, Buffalo, New York is, is being Buffalo, New York. I don't know. Of course you didn't, but last night they had Monday night football here in Buffalo and there was like 50 mile an hour winds. And oh. it's like this big historic thing because the New England Patriots only threw the ball three times the entire game. Whoa. Uh, they, Cause their fingers
0: were frozen.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you can't throw a football in 50 mile an hour winds. It was, uh, it was bad. My dad actually texted me and said, you know, how, how's the weather looking? How bad is it? I said, well, I don't know exactly how strong the wind is, but a grill just went by and it literally (laughs) did. As he was texting me, a grill went tumbling down the sidewalk. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it's been nuts, but other than that, I'm super excited. Um, the holidays are here now. I it's kind of weird because people are gonna hear this after Christmas, but like all right, so this is like future me. You guys had a wonderful Christmas. I saw it. <laughs> is, um but of course we're recording a little bit before the holidays. Uh and I'm uh I'm super excited. Everyone's in a good mood here and uh excited for another episode of Bradley's House. And Kelly, I always get excited uh when we have fun and exciting guests uh that we get to come on and speak with. And today that's exactly what we have, right? Yes, today we
0: have a talented musician, producer, songwriter, you might know him as Michael De La Torre. Here's Mike Dangerously. Mike, thank you so much for being on the show with us.
2: Hi, everybody. How are we doing tonight? Fantastic.
0: Fantastic.
1: Mike, I want to apologize that Kelly didn't mention your marvelous mustache in her <laughs> introduction. <laughs> I feel like a man who has a, a mustache like that, it needs to be recognized. So I'm going to step up early, <laughs> and I'm going to put it out there. Well, um, thank a, a top 10, you. Thank top 10 I've ever seen in my life.
2: I appreciate that. You know, it's, uh, it's definitely one of them, the accolades I'm more proud. Of. So thank you.
1: So, Mike,
0: musician, what bands are you playing in these days? I know there, I know a few, but I'm never sure what you're currently doing, so I'll let you tell us.
2: Gosh, uh, so let me get the list out. Uh, <laughs> see if I remember them all. <laughs> well, uh, you know, in, regularly, I'm playing with Jelly of the Month Club. Yes. Uh, Mike Dangerously and the Royal We.
0: Ooh. Uh, Zen Robbie. Yes, that one, yeah.
2: No. And then I do a little trio with a stand-up bassist and a an electric guitar player when I'm on the acoustic, and I do kind of like a Johnny Cash trio oh. kind of vibe. And we do like a top 40s, but it's all kind of Americana folk kind of stuff.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah,
2: and that's called the Cartoon <laughs> Cowboys.
0: The Cartoon Okay, I'm seriously writing this <laughs> down because I think my dad would love that. So I have to tell you, my the memory that comes... To mind whenever I think about you was a show that we did for the Knoll Family Foundation at the Wayfair, I believe it was, in Costa Mesa. And this must have been maybe three, two, three, well, maybe two years ago. Anyway, yeah, I recall. Yeah, yeah. And so I was, I was running the merch table and the show had started and you were on stage and I'm looking around for my dad because I needed to I don't know ask him something or make sure he was all set or whatever and I'm looking everywhere and I can't find him I can't find him I can't find him and so I asked somebody have you seen my dad and they're like yeah he's right over there and they point to him he's sitting right in front of the stage watching
2: you
0: <laughs> 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 like well there he is and wow. he was just having a blast digging watching you and hearing you sing and um, oh that's so cool so, to hear yeah. I'm yeah, glad yeah, that's, I'm very that's my glad favorite of. memory favorite <laughs> memory there but <laughs> that was a and fun we were show, yeah. yeah that was a lot of fun and we We're so stoked to have you on the house that Bradley built. You did freeway time in LA County jail.
2: Gosh, that was, that was a real, uh, treat for me to be a part of things. So, so thank you for allowing me to be a part of it.
0: Absolutely. How did you arrive on that song? Why'd you choose that one?
2: (laughs) Well, honestly, uh, there was only a handful left by the time I was getting to Ah. picking a song and, um. one of my all time favorites happened to be on the list. And it was like, as soon as I saw the list, that one caught my eye. I don't think I even read all the names. So I was like, that one. Mm, good choice. And I, I was, I always loved it because it's, uh, it's got so many neat key changes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, the, I was, you know, I would love anything blues. So
0: yeah, that's what I was going to say. Super bluesy. You can really get into it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, All right, Kelly, I, so I, I don't I don't know if I should put our friends, Paul and Yee, on the spot here, but I feel like Mike is, like, the 37th musician that was like, well, there were only down to a handful of songs when I got the list. Oh, no. And, I, I just don't know. know. How, somebody had to get a fat list to choose from, but we haven't heard. We have, every time Kelly asks, <laughs> how'd you come up to that song? Everyone's like, well, honestly, there was only a few songs left, and I'm like, N- how come nobody's been like, well, there was 42 songs to choose from, and I, <laughs> I think, I think there was a little, I think there was a little something going on there. Uh, I think no, they, I, I, I think it initially, was,
0: was <laughs> go ahead.
2: Oh, no, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, I it's just, it, I wouldn't, I didn't mean it so much as, uh, in scarcity. I just meant a lot of the, a lot of the hits, which there were so many, um, yeah. had, had already been taken. You know what I mean? Obviously. So when we first started,
0: yeah, when we first started the project, there was no thought that it was going to get this big. And so it was kind of like, Oh, Hey, you know, would you do this song and you do this song? And then after a while, there were so many people that wanted to do it that then it was just like, okay, well we just want one of each song. So here, here's what's left. And then it got to be well, then there were multiples of the songs, because there weren't that many left. I think we counted, and there were only like maybe six or seven songs in the entire sublime catalog that didn't get done. So it, <laughs> it just it kind of grew and took on a life of its own, and:
2: uh, God, there's yeah. so many good there's so many good ones on there. I have, yeah. I have Oh my gosh. Yeah, the, Lots uh, Joe, to choose from. One one artist I'd never heard of, and was just, oh, floored me. Joe Sambo. Oh, right. Sambo, Joe Sambo. Sambo?
1: Joe Sambo,
0: oh. yeah. Joe Sambo. Wow. He did a great job. Yeah,
1: he was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Awesome was- guy.
1: We had him as a guest on the show, actually.
0: He did. Oh, he's nice. He was a lot of fun to talk to. That one I came watch about. watch his videos.
1: He looks like a fun guy.
0: Yeah, he is. He, he was in town and he messaged me and he was in Long Beach. And so, and my dad happened to be home at the time. So anyway, he stopped by my dad's place and he started playing 5446. And dad was like, man, this guy's really good. So next thing I know, he's doing 5446 on the album. So that's the secret there. Not to, not that anybody musicians should sit outside my dad's house and just play. I don't think that's going to get them together. But, <laughs> but it worked for Joe, and he's such a nice guy. We were stoked to have him on there, too. That's great. So for people who don't know, explain a little bit about Jelly of the Month Club. Wow. What started and and then what the whole purpose is and, and you know, really what your mission is now.
2: Well, in uh, in a nutshell, and it's been such a a uh, really fun journey, you know, uh, started in 2013. Um, Dr. Todd and Bert Suzanka and Bud were all on the, uh, uh, Sublime with Rome and Ziggins tour. And they had the idea that they should, Hey, maybe we should, uh, do some music for families mm-hmm. and, and just some family friendly stuff, but still kind of do our thing, you know? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Todd had gotten in touch with me because I had just put out Jungle Books. I want to be like you uh, mm-hmm. from, from the Disney movie.
1: Um, yes, I've with, heard it. With, so good. with Zen
2: Robbie. And, yeah. Uh, and, and Todd had just played on Lovely in the Middle, uh, ah. which was kind of my, uh, you know, it was, it, it was uh, he, he came and played on a bunch of, uh, played sax on a bunch of the songs. So he hit me up saying, Hey, me and Bert and Bud want to put together this band and uh right away i'm like who's in the band uh yeah oh <laughs> uh, yes whatever 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 you're doing count me in you know
0: Quite, quite a super and room. um
2: so yeah and and so it just started with the concept of wanting to put together fun and inspiring and entertaining songs uh that is that are like pg you know yeah uh they're still fun like ska and big band swing and in style but all the messages are um you know, life lessons, be good to one another, kindness, making friends, teamwork, that sort of thing. And it's just grown into what started as like a side thing and playing schools, you know, once every couple of weeks, uh, has now turned into this, this, that's the main act that keeps me the busiest. Yeah. We have so many, so many things in the fire with, with Jelly. I'm, I'm so excited about.
1: <laughs> Let me just tell you that, um, in my home, a staple. Uh, especially this time of year, uh, is our good friend uh, Melvin Ebenezer Aloysius Rosenberg IV. <laughs> my <laughs> man. Um, My good uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, the selfish elf is a staple in my home and it has been for several years. I've oh, spoken about so this
2: cool on my that's other great. podcast.
1: The elf on the shelf is one of my biggest pains in the ass of the entire year. Oh. I start to get anxiety about the elf <laughs> on the shelf in like August. It'll be <laughs> August 15th and I'll be like, Oh my God, the month of December is going to come. And every single night I have to have a new creative thing for this elf to do. And my my kids wake up and they like look at it and it's like got to be really cool. And if it's not, they're kind of yeah. like, uh,
2: <laughs> "All right." I hear, hey, I hear more parents know. say that about it. I hear more <laughs> parents say that about it. I got to um, tell
1: you. But <laughs> your, your and your video, which is available on YouTube, I suggest every parent, uh, everybody should check it out. But especially if you're a parent, you're doing the elf gig. Um, oh, yeah. The, they the, did, the song they did the video. Yeah, it really puts into perspective, like my kids watch it and they remember, they're like, man, this fucking alpha is keeping an eye on me and it's totally <laughs> back maybe to good, Santa if I don't do what I'm supposed to do here. So, um, I, I just, you know, you said that it's something that relates it and it turns out that it's, it's an awesome song and an awesome tune. Um, thanks, man. So, uh, so yeah, I just, it, it's a stable. And in fact, it was on like two days ago. It's like right now it's in our YouTube, like, videos that you've previously watched because it gets played so much um so i just from the bottom of my heart i want to thank you for helping me threaten my children uh, (laughs) this elf and i'm like it's uh, my pleasure my pleasure. i'm I'm like listen guys it's not me but if this elf goes back and reports to santa that you guys are being dicks well
2: (laughs) 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 no presents for you
1: yeah nothing i can do
2: about it (laughs) that's great that's great
0: I think any parent can appreciate music that they can listen to with their kids that doesn't drive them crazy. That and was I the think, number one goal. Yeah. That was the number one goal. You nailed it. You nailed it. Because it's some of that stuff just is so insipid. And I couldn't I couldn't do it when my kids were little. They grew up listening to what I listened to, yeah, for better you know, or worse. It's like, you know,
2: a lot of us are, are dads. Myself, not personally, but a lot of us are dads. And, and they're like, never hesitant. To yeah. hide something from their kids and be like, well, I'm sorry, <laughs> we lost the, uh, blah, blah, blah CD. You know yeah. what I mean? Or we we lost oh, wow. the, the frozen soundtrack or yeah. something like that, you know. And, right. uh, so we get something that mom and dad can get into. They're, they're the ones that are really calling the shots. And if it's got a good message, uh, you know, then, then the kids are, you know, g- getting good moral lessons, right. little por- morsels here and there. Uh, it's a win win. You know, it's a win win. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Plus, we get to sing silly songs and not take ourselves seriously. That's like the <laughs> most fun.
1: My first thought was you know, you guys go and you perform for these kids, and that's awesome and all. But, like, dude, you do it's realize that you do realize that you are like the villain from every cartoon I've ever watched in my entire uh, childhood. That's know. what you look like. <laughs> Um, Some and it,
2: of us are just misunderstood.
1: All right, <laughs> Fair yeah. Enough. It's like Jessica Rabbit said, "I'm not
0: bad." I'm just that right. Drawn that way. Draw that way yeah.
1: Yeah, you're just kind. You're just kind of twirl-, <laughs> twirl. You're just kind of twirling your mustache as you're running away with the the bags full of money. All the, pe- <laughs> <laughs> all the people in the town are like, "Shit, he got us." Um, you can so, yeah. trust me. <laughs> yeah. 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 I definitely. I, uh, so I, that, that's one of the things that I thought about for sure. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it really is. It's cool. And it's, it's great to be able to have music that I can play with my kids, like Kelly said, and, and it not drive, drive you nuts and, um, you know, not exposing your kids to, to that kind of like melon is the devil i don't care what <laughs> uh, um, we've talked about it on this on this show uh, b- before, but like that's stuff so to have stuff like jelly is uh it is really cool and uh, and I hope everybody that's listening i'm sure everybody already knows who you guys are, but if not, uh, I hope that they they check you guys out because it is uh it, it's really awesome
2: thank you thank you so much it, it's It's felt so great to be a part of something uh that that has such a, a spirit behind it and what it stands for, and, and um you know we have a lot of really exciting things cooking with jelly from you know uh, the uh, we're going to be back at Knotts back in february. Uh, we have well, you guys on- do
0: like a regular residency there, don't you?
2: Yeah, this will be the fourth one we've done at Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, we wow. did uh, one in Minnesota, we did a run for six weeks uh, in uh Valley Fair. And but yeah, this will be our fourth year at Knott's. And it's gosh, it's gonna be so fun. It's such a rad show. Talk about a show for the parents, especially. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh it's it's called Woodstock's Music Festival. Nice. And it's built, it's billed as a rock concert. So there's a you know, the big announcement, they bring out the band, we come out, we do a jelly song, and then in between songs, Snoopy comes out. I don't want to give away too much, but oh he comes out as as different rock stars. So oh Snoopy comes gosh. out dressed as Freddie Mercury and we do a <gasps> Queen a, we do a Queen song. Oh and then gosh. he comes out as Prince and we do a Prince song. Oh and my I mean gosh, that is there, fabulous. And there's some, there's some modern stuff as well. And there's and I mean it's slapstick. There's there's uh gags and 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 little skits in between the songs and uh the kids have a blast, the parents have a a good time. I mean, it's, it's an amazing show. It's the funnest thing I've ever been a part of. I'm, I'm so excited for to be back. That
1: can I just say, can I just say, Mike, that right there, sickest name drop in the history of Bradley's house podcast. I mean, like we've had some awesome musicians who have played with some other awesome musicians, but like Snoopy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 You, yeah. you, you just, you like just that. killed it.
1: No, so, you just killed it. So
2: you mean I'm the first one to be on the show that's beaten Charlie Brown at a guitar battle?
0: <laughs> yes i think you are
1: <laughs> yeah that Lots that's those
0: dropping names
1: <laughs> all right wow well, here here here's the deal like maybe to, we may have had a few guests that at some point in their mind in their life was having a guitar <laughs> battle with charlie brown <laughs> um but, but um, uh it didn't it didn't really happen so well,
2: charlie's always the heel so i can't really take any credit he wouldn't he would have lost to anybody you know but That's I, did win. I did win.
0: <laughs> Where'd the name come from?
2: Oh my gosh! Are you serious, Clark? This what? this is this is great, and Jared, you'll appreciate oh, this because from you
0: vacation? are a
2: vacation fan. Yes. Oh. So check this out. Oh, this is the f- first or second time meeting, and it's me, Todd, and Bert, and we're at Todd's house. And Todd and Bert are going back and forth, and we're all kicking band names around, and all of them are just like, blech, just awful, awful. And I gotta admit, give us a few. Of, do you remember? Oh uh, no, I think they're better forgotten. <laughs> but uh, no, but so Bert starts getting philosophical about what a band name needs to be, what it needs to offer, what it needs to stand for. He said, you know, and, and he's going on about how not only does it need to represent us, but it needs to be fun every time. It needs to be the gift that keeps on giving, like the Jelly of the Month Club. You know, <laughs> a, band name, a band name needs to da-da-da-da-da, and he keeps talking. He keeps talking, he keeps talking, and I'm like, whoa, time out. And he's still talking, and him and Todd are locked in. I'm like, yo, hey, guys. What did you just say, Bert? And they still don't hear me. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> did you just say jelly of the month club? And everyone just had a real, me, Todd, Bert, looked at one another, and we were like, holy cannoli, did we just <laughs> land on the money? I'm like, the, I mean, yeah, it's just what a great first. story. It, I mean, they almost walked, they almost went right past it. And me as like the guy pacing back and forth, shooting all these shit band names at them. And they're like, no, (laughs) no, no. And you know, it's, I'm like, I'm trying to sell clever, good ideas to Bert Suzanka. It's like, you know, that's a tough audience, you know? As, as you're, as you're,
1: as you're telling the story, I can't help but think that the guy that's giving the pep talk about how important and meaningful the band name needs to be is the guy who's in the Ziggins. Right? Yeah. What's it, what the, What's a what's a ziggin? <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude. Bert well, is the is man. Great. Oh yeah. We I, I I love Bert. He's a great guy.
2: Yeah. So the yeah, so the <laughs> we we really magooed our way
1: into that one.
0: <laughs> and you've had different people. Gosh, it's been going, we, right? we've
2: had so many talented people. And, and just c- come in and be a part of our journey at different parts and, and be, uh, you know, either in the live support role or in the studio support role. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had on drums, we've had Bud Gah, Adrian Young from No Doubt. He's mm-hmm. the one who plays on Shelp Herself. Uh, nice. Marshall, Marshall Goodman. Okay. Wow. wow. Talk about an amazing drummer. And right. then, uh, our current guy, uh, who's, I've been playing with, with Zen Robbie for over a decade, Scott Wittenberg uh nice. he's who is like uh oh, you know graduated m i top of his class, just so we have so we have amazing drummers, and that's just the drum department, you know what I mean, and Then you talk about the different songwriters that have come in and play mm-hmm. Bert Zigan uh Angelo from Fishbone came in and uh-huh. did, did a song with me and, uh uh called peanut butter jellyfish Sandwich <laughs> <laughs> me, the, me and the guys filmed this video at a park that it, oh my gosh, it's the silliest thing ever, but. Just had a blast. I mean, th- there's, there's so many talented songwriters in the band. There's so many talented musicians in the band. And, you, you know, th- there's, there have been like, you know, five drummers, three bassists, three keys and a partridge and a pear tree. And, <laughs> and, but, you know, every time we do a record, we're sending that out to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like a big, a big club. You know what I mean? And And we have like the core five that are the live act. And it's, it's just such a a pleasure to be a part of.
0: That's awesome. And anybody who wants to check out what you guys are doing, the website is actually jellyofthemonthclub.com, right? Yep. Jellyofthemonthclub.com. That's amazing that you guys were able to score that because (coughs) there are actually jelly of the month clubs. Like for people who don't realize that that's a real thing. We waited like like five
2: years into our career (laughs) before Ah, that was available. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. We checked one, you know, one day. And it was like, oh my God, five years later, it's open. Let's grab it. That's
0: fabulous. Yeah, I was very impressed to see you guys had that. So what's coming up next for you guys? What do you have planned for the new year?
2: All Woodstock music festival at Knotts Berry Farm starting January twenty second. And that's every Saturday and Sunday, um, January twenty second through March sixth. And show times are five o'clock and six o'clock.
0: Right on. Guy, that sounds so cool. I would love to check that out sometime.
2: And you know find some
0: kids to take.
2: What we have coming up right concurrently with Woodstock is something I'm really excited to uh, talk about. And this is actually the first time I've ever I, I posted about it today. I haven't talked about it in any <gasps> interviews or anything. It's, scoop. it's, it's, it's Exclusive scoop. Exclusive scoop. We're going
1: to add in some cool, like, some cool, like, channel six news music <laughs> right now. <laughs> like, drinking.
2: <laughs> yeah. Justin. So. <laughs> during, during the pandemic, we had a lot of time on our hands, as mm-hmm. did a lot of people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, we, we tried to make the best use of it by staying creative right. and trying, trying different, trying different things. We had a kind of half-assed hookup for a, a television network mm-hmm. and things didn't quite pan out. But long story short, me and my bass player, James, Uh, from Jelly of the Month Club, James Key, he's an amazing bass player and just a gem of a guy. Uh, He learns Adobe Animate and a couple other animation programs Uh, and I learned Final Cut and we start making cartoons out of our little cartoon versions of Jelly of the Month Club. Uh So so, um, we put the show together. We think it's hilarious. It's a variety show um and we are shopping it now while we're shopping it me and James have an idea and that's to put together a music school for kids a self-guided courses taught by our cartoon avatars Ooh, that's so this is a great is, idea so we're following the national standards in music education what kids would be getting taught at school but we're doing it through our cartoon characters and it's basically like a dozen music videos teaching rhythm, tempo, uh, whole notes, half notes, your do, re, mi scales. And it's all custom jelly songs teaching all these concepts.
0: That's and we just,
2: we are just so beyond excited. It's called the Jelly of the Month Club Music Academy.
0: And how will this get out to people? Is this gonna be like through this'll, schools or
2: this will be a website that families can sign up their kids through. Uh, mm. it, I, I believe I'm I'm imagine it will be Jelly of the Month Club That's okay, the goal. URL. Let me write that down. Maybe it'll be <laughs> JMA.com. There we go. <laughs> Is JMA available?
0: I'm just saying I've learned the value of I a job URL. Because we have the dot org and it yeah. doesn't even fit on a business card.
2: Jma dot edu. There Boom. you
0: go. Ooh. Available.
2: Wow. Available. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like it. Make that JMA.edu. I love that. I love that.
0: Well, make but sure we're so excited about that. It. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, Absolutely. That's
2: really cool. And awesome. it's it's really fun because we're all so excited about a project that is what we feel is really helping the jelly legacy. Now we're, we're trying to write stuff that's explicitly educational Mm. and that's, you know, a bunch of fun little catchy ditty songs. And then the education is the byproduct because the kids are just having fun listening to the music, you know?
0: Yeah. Reminds me of schoolhouse rock.
2: Bingo, bingo, bingo.
0: Yeah. I'm telling you, that's the only reason I passed my, senior year government class, because when we were kids, we watched Schoolhouse Rock. And so when we had to memorize the preamble to the Constitution, and that's the last thing you want to do when you're a senior in high school, you're busy doing 42 other things. Nobody wants to have to memorize something long like that. I'm like, no problem. And I just sing it in my head and I got it.
2: Is that the we, the people? Uh-huh. And the
0: it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great one. There's so many good ones. I wish they would bring <laughs> those back. They probably wouldn't really translate now as far as the, well, the animation and all that, but what a great well, concept.
2: Well, now, we did, we did our own a Deer, but we're doing it called, uh, you know, well, I don't want to spoil the surprise, but it's over a trap beat. And we do our own little limerick for Do-Re-Mi. And it's very yes. modernized. You know what I mean? That's
0: awesome. So, very excited. excited about this project. This sounds really cool. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah, now, there, there's no way that you could monitor if, like, parents are signing up their kids and then taking the lessons, right? <laughs> <laughs> taking
0: them themselves. Trust me, it's for my
2: Not, kids. No, no joke. I had, I had a friend Not that, that anyone over would here. Do that. Then he yeah. said the same thing. He's like, I would take this class.
0: <laughs> That's fun. It really does. It's
2: a, lo- it's a lot of fun. It's a self-guided interactive course. So James developed this app that has a drum set on it that you tap in it. You know, It's cute. Yeah. It's got a little face on it and everything. Uh, it's got a, a, a set of bells for do-re-mi. It's got a xylophone, a piano, and wow. they play along. And it instructs you how to play along, almost like a very elementary guitar hero kind of thing. But it's, you know, the first song's gypsy jazz swing. The next song is like eighties style, you know, one drop ska. The next yes. song's a trap beat. The next song's, you know, you know, it's 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 like all over the map and it's just really exciting stuff.
0: That is so cool. Now you've done some producing too, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, gosh. In this industry you gotta have a lot of irons in the fire, am I yeah, right? Yeah.
0: So true, so true. Tell us about some of your production work.
2: All right, well. Gosh, uh, last, this, this year, I had a lot of fun with several acts. Uh, started off really strong with the Resonators. Mm. They, uh, do you know those guys?
0: I do. I know I the music. Like, I don't think, I don't know that I've ever met them, but I like the music.
2: They are just a fun, funny group of guys. It was such a pleasure working with them. We cranked out a single. It was like the first week in January. So it was a great start to the year. Yeah. Um, mostly, uh, I, I did one with Garrett Lee Robinson. He was an artist out of the South Bay. Uh-huh. He's got kind of like a, almost like a Joe Strummer in the Mescaleros. Mm. A little bit of social distortion, but a little bit more of the Americana vibe.
1: Yeah.
2: And uh real raspy voice. It's really good stuff. I'm really pumped on the single we did. And currently, I'm working with an artist called Sarah Baldwin. It's our... I think our fourth endeavor together, we did a single, a full length, an EP, and now we're doing an acoustic record. Wow. And she's, she's a machine. She just writes, writes, writes.
0: Is she out of Southern California also?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Baldwin.
0: Okay. It's really great music.
2: Out. It's a uh, kind of a bit of a nod back to 90s era of grunge, metal, a little bit of 90s snails, deftones.
0: Mm. Nice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of Chevelle. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's she's, and she's just the best. So much fun to work with a uh, great work ethic. I love her songs. We have similar taste in, you know, guitar stuff. And I get to do a bunch of metal stuff I haven't done in a while. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun to do. You know, she's like, can you shred over this? Like really like more? It's like, yeah, just wank. Oh, yes, my I
0: can. yeah.
2: Let's go. <laughs> uh,
0: now you grew up in did you grow up in Southern california
2: yeah yeah i grew up uh just up to 605 in cerritos right off the 91 oh. 605
0: yeah right on and did you grow up playing music or did that come later
2: well, My parents always had me in like piano classes mm-hmm. and then you know in third grade i, I played the trumpet in marching band mm-hmm. uh i was always last chair but i had a lot of friends that were in the trumpet section. So I would just kind of hang out and, and pretend to play. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, my freshman year, me and my buddy, it, that was like a, a, a one school I was at for that year. The band leader would test you to see who was first chair through who was last year. And me and me and my good buddy was, we were always competing. To see who could be last. chair. <laughs> And uh, so it it wasn't really a passion, but I really liked it a lot. Yeah. You know, and uh, right around, gosh, right around sixth, seventh grade, all of a sudden, Dookie. Mm. And it was like, what the hell is this? And uh, then the whole 90s eruption of awesome music Mm -hmm. uh, happened and to me, happened to me. That was happening, you know. I just was so young, I didn't really know about a lot of it. And uh, then I got into guitar probably, it was until like seventh grade, I'd say, eighth grade. But then okay. that was the front seat, you know, that yeah. was it.
0: <laughs> and then what kind of music were you playing? The same stuff you were listening to? Metal. Mm-hmm. It was I had a pan- feeling.
2: Pantera, Pantera, nice. Pantera.
0: Just nice. The
2: nastiest, shreddiest, grooviest. You know, to, to me, Pantera was the epitome of just tough ass music because not only was it so just brutally savage, but it grooved just mm-hmm. mercilessly. It had such groove. You know, it was like Eddie Van Halen and Alex Van Halen in a new metal incarnation mm-hmm. with, you know, with Dimebag and Vinnie Paul. And holy shit. I never heard anything like it. So after a couple of years with like, you know, Green Day and Pennywise, and you know, I liked a lot of Dead Kennedys and you know, of course, Sublime and uh you know, a couple of the other local bands, RX bandits. I used mm-hmm. to go watch them a lot, and they were kind of local dudes that would play at this church in Artesia called Rosewood. Mm-hmm. And uh Matt's my neighbor, I, I bump into him all the time now. It's great, but nice. uh, but and and then after, yeah. So after a couple of years with with those kind of bands, as soon as I met Pantera, it was like strictly Pantera, Coors Light, and my my, my motorcycle.
0: That was it. Well, you're speaking right to our producer, Anna, right now. She's a huge fan of metal, so
1: I'm sure she's oh, yeah.
0: loving this.
1: Oh, <laughs> she's got yeah. a Pantera tattoo. Yeah! <laughs> yeah!
0: First of all, I have two Pantera tattoos. Thank you very much. <laughs> Ooh. Love it. I knew Love she could not hold it. out for long.
2: <laughs> Love it.
0: <laughs> right
2: on. <laughs> so
0: what about Zen Robbie? Are you guys still doing stuff? Do you have any new stuff coming up? Right <clears throat> Excuse
2: me. You know, we have so much on, on the back burner with Zen that's like almost complete. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor Timmy had a slight, uh, health issue with his, with his eye. Oh. His, ret- his retina was starting to become detached so they they reattached it and everything was all good and he sneezed and it became reattached again and that says <gasps> after like
0: oh my this gosh. was like an
2: over a year and so it it was it was very very rough you know my poor brother you know right that's at the beginning scary. yeah it was it sucked and it was right at the beginning of quarantine right the lockdown so it's like oh shit gosh. <laughs> um so so With Zen, we have a a couple live things that we've done in the studio that we're planning to drop. Oh, nice. And and a new, talk about metal. It's like Pantera meets Motorhead single that we're going to drop as well.
0: I guarantee Anna will be listening to that.
2: Yeah. (laughs) She's a huge (laughs)
0: fan. And for people who want to check out Zen Robbie, it's just com, right? Z-E-N-R-O-B-B-I.
2: That's it, Z-E-N-R-O-B-B-I.
0: And where did that name come from?
2: My goodness. You know, this is a, a pretty wild story. Uh, many, many moons ago, when we were first starting out, <clears throat> we were kind of under the wing of a very famous and amazing producer named Bob Ezra. Now, Bob did Pink Floyd's The Wall, Kiss Destroyer, uh, the list goes on and on and on. Um, so his son, Dave, and his partner, Scott Rickett, had a, had an independent record label called Soul Surfer Records. Soul Surfer signed Zen Robbie back in 2006, want to say.
0: Wow. And
2: at the time, Bob had put us into the Village Recorder this amazing studio my first time in a real big studio and uh and said hey make a record by the way i hate your band name (laughs) (laughs) get that sorted before we start shopping you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and uh so we were like oh boy well we've not had the best of luck with band names we've changed it like three times by this point it was tall boys and fat walk and something else stupid (laughs) <laughs> and by this point, we're like, Oh my God. Let, we can, let's call the band Bob Ezra and like, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I just, who cares? Let's just name it something so we can, yeah. you know, it was kind of holding it up. We were almost done with the record and we wanted to uh-huh. go and shop. Yeah. So at the time, one of our roadies, clever fella, clever enough, uh, says, Hey, why don't you guys take Bob Ezrin's name and scramble the letters? See what you come up with.
0: Oh my God. <laughs>
2: We were like, well, that's a hell of an idea. That's a hell of an idea. More we thought about what we loved it. We were like, his name was Stu. We're like, Stu, i like the cut of your jib. That's exactly what we're gonna do, <laughs> Stu. So we take the letters, we scramble it up. I get Oz Beneber and <laughs> you know, boner something, and so boner biz. And uh and Can't how is win. it
1: not boner? <laughs> this is. Well. Uh,
2: probably would have <laughs> gotten way more shows, right? No, but uh, <clears throat> so that's why there's no e at the end of Zen Robbie, right? And you know what? We didn't tell anybody that for almost 10 years. We would make up different stories for different interviews. I think this is the first or second time, maybe I've given the real story.
0: <laughs> oh, so, thank you.
2: You heard it here, folks.
1: We oh, you think. Scoops. You think Stu's not telling that story to close <laughs> deal at the bar at night? Come on,
2: <laughs> right?
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: That so a yeah, good
0: one. well, I can't. Cowboys, let's see where here. Where did that one come from?
2: Well, we just we needed a a band name. I started doing, you know, getting calls <laughs> for so many kinds of random gigs. I do so many gigs that are. <laughs> everything from 2 year old's birthday parties to like concerts concerts to nightclubs to theme parks to resorts to i mean geez, bought mitzvahs I play your bris you need me uh, <laughs> like an animals uh uh you know graduation from puppy college you know i i i play every gig you can imagine you know uh I don't do human sacrifices okay uh, I di- I did it uh, I don't anymore um yeah but pretty much anything uh and so i have to do all these different incarnations of my show so with you know with zen Robbie, we go and play you know we get an hour set they're like all right you know there's gonna be you know like at a festival or we're opening at a nightclub or we're you know whatever we play 45 minutes a bunch of dancey originals if we're doing a, a lounge and it's like you know everyone's in suits and it's an upscale spot we're doing a bunch of parlor jazz you know mm-hmm. if we're doing a two-year-old's birthday party We're singing about Bigfoot and waffles and making friends at school, you know? (laughs) So all these different acts, they need a name, you know? And so we're just having fun making shit up. (laughs) love it.
0: I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on and spending some time with us. And again, thank you for being on the album. I love your cover of Freeway Time in LA County Jail. And we will end the show with that. We'll also make sure to put all the links in the um, show description so people can find Jelly of the Month Club and Zen Robbie. Is there anything else we're missing?
2: No. I mean, if if you don't want to do all the links, you can go to micdangerously.com and everything's on there.
0: Oh, good to know. All right. Well, we'll make sure to throw that one in, too.
2: Well, thank you so much,
0: Mike. It's been lovely talking with you. And I hope to see you you soon. I mean, we're both in Southern California, so I'm sure we're bound to cross paths soon.
2: Well, I look forward to it.
0: Thank you. Have a great Thanks, night,
1: Mike. You guys take good care. Thanks again for having me. Uh uh-huh. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Well, Kelly, I got to tell you for somebody who has a cartoon villain mustache and a movie villain name, like Mike dangerously, he couldn't have been any of a nicer and cooler guy.
0: Isn't he great? And how awesome is that, that they're doing that stuff at Knott's Berry farm and just so many great things. I'm really stoked for him.
1: Yeah, he had the biggest name drop ever in the history of our podcast <laughs> he on here. So <laughs> so that was I mean that that's pretty sweet. So uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, go ahead and check him out, give him a follow. Um, Anna will include all the links to find Mike and all the things that he has. Well, as many of the things as we can include that he has going on. I don't know how much room we have for links <laughs> in this show because the guy's got a lot going on, but we'll make sure you guys He's a busy get hooked guy. up. Yeah, we'll make sure you guys get hooked up with him by the, the links down below. And speaking of a lot going on, Kelly, for weeks we've been hinting about some stuff that's been going on behind the scenes with the Noel Family Foundation. Let's catch everybody up. What What's going on?
0: I'm so excited to announce that we're going to be doing a pre-party the day before Kelly Vibes. It's going to be in Long Beach at Alex's Bar. We're calling it Long Beach Legends and Legacies. That's Thursday, February 3rd at 8 o'clock. Jared, why don't you tell them who's playing?
1: Well, i would be delighted to because with a name like legends and legacies there's a lot to there's a lot to live up to there but uh we have the amazing and incredibly talented ras one is going to be out at the show um we are going to have the uh very talented and one of my favorite bands Pero bravo out at the show How, can we even have a show that doesn't include one of miguel's outfits right i hope like-
0: i hope we never do I hope we right. never do. Yeah. You have to love so him. Of,
1: co- of course, <laughs> Paro Bravo will be there. Uh, 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 one that I'm excited about uh, spray Allen. We've had Eric on the podcast, talked a little bit about how spray Allen got started uh, and they were gracious enough to come out and play the event. And Kelly, why don't you tell everybody the one that I'm probably the most excited about because it's a first time ever in long beach.
0: I'm uh, first time ever, yes, anywhere, but it's going to be really awesome. My nephew Bradson Jacob and Billy Wilson Erickson are going to get together and play some Sublime music for us, so that's going to be really, really special.
1: God, as as this has been coming together and it was starting to look more and more like it was going to happen, I just I haven't I, I haven't been able to sleep right. I'm so excited about this, so. <laughs> Um, for those of you that are listening, there are limited tickets available, but they are available at alexisbar.com and I'll go ahead and include a link, uh, in the description of this as well. So you guys can pick up those tickets. But, uh, if you're in town for Cali vibes, you're looking for something fun to do on Thursday night. If you're already a local and you're just looking for an Epic show that all proceeds are going to go to the Knoll family foundation to help get Bradley's house up and open. This is like, a uh, I can't miss. I mean, I don't know if it gets, any more legends and legacies of Long Beach than the the folks that the Noel Family Foundation have lined up on this bill.
0: Absolutely. And we're so grateful to Alex's bar for hosting us there. They're very graciously giving us 100% of the door. So all of that is going to go directly towards getting Bradley's house open. So thanks so much, Alex.
1: Absolutely. So for those locals who, when you go on there and you're checking out, picking up tickets, check out some of the other upcoming shows, they've always got stuff going on. So uh, Alex is an an awesome place there in Long Beach, and I am so looking forward to it. So Thursday night, um, we're out uh, Long Beach Legends and Legacies, and then boom, Friday, we're, we're right in the mix, right?
0: That's right. Friday, February 4th, Through Sunday the sixth, we'll be at Cali Vibes down in Long Beach at Marina Green Park. It's gonna be a great weekend.
1: Oh gosh, I'm so excited. So uh that's what's going on with the Noel Family Foundation. Of course, guys. Uh, We put this podcast on so we can entertain you guys, so we can help you guys with whatever it is that you might be going through. Check out a cool show and, of course, to raise funds for the Knoll Family Foundation and to get Bradley's house up and open. And Anna will go ahead and share the link tree in the description here. You guys can visit the KnollFamilyFoundation.org, check out some of the merch, uh, read a little bit more about the mission, uh, a lot of neat information on there. So for those of you that have just been checking out the podcast, of course, we certainly appreciate that, but uh, there is a method to our madness and it's to it's to help get Bradley's house up and open so uh, go ahead and click the link tree there's tons of different ways that you guys can get included uh, including picking up merch or uh, stopping by the booth at Cali vibes and picking up a t-shirt or uh, a hat or who knows what's going on with merch right now we we got new socks right
0: we do have new socks and we're also going to have a brand new limited edition t-shirt that we'll have at Kelly vibes. So definitely if you're at the show, make sure to stop by the booth and grab one of those. Oh,
1: I'm so excited guys. Uh, thank you so much. Now, Kelly, each week we end everybody with a incredible song and it's usually from the compilation, the house that Bradley built from our friends over at law records.com. Today's pretty much a no brainer what we're playing, right?
0: It absolutely is. And I do want to say that we're coming up on the one year anniversary of the the release of the deluxe edition. This Saturday, January 15th, it will have been one year since Law Records released that amazing compilation. We're so grateful to them for everything they've done. And everyone who's bought the album over the past year, it's just been fantastic. Uh, and we will have some special pins that we're releasing on our website, the Noel in honor of that. And those will release on Saturday, January 15th. So we're going to close out the show today with an awesome cover. I, Mike Dangerously, of Freeway Time in L.A. County Jail.
1: Guys, thank you so much. Until next time, I'm Jared Orr. She's Kelly Noel. You don't have to go home, but it's time to leave Bradley's house.
2: On the freeway in the county, the sun don't shine. I feel, I feel, I feel I feel a batting man outside my cell. Deputies creep. And in this cell, all I do is sleep. Man, I drink. Make me feel, feel like that and I know Ooh, that I'm.